Hey, Danny, we started a podcast. Uh, <laughs> thank God. Uh, I think you said the perfect thing right now is that, uh, you know, it's good talking to somebody about movies when we're not even recording and we're already talking about, we talked about two different movies Just in the span of, of, of setting up, uh, which was Knives Out and Brightburn. Indeed, indeed. Which you've seen either, so we can't actually talk about. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can play a drinking game on how many movies I have not seen. You've seen the one that ma- the ones that matter. I mean, you should see Knives Out because you know, and it's also now my best picture and everything. And I, yeah. I'm a type of person that I watch if it's nominated, I will watch it just so I can understand why it was either won or didn't win. Right. Um, and I don't know. That maybe that makes me a, an Academy sheep. Hey, that's okay. But I'm I'm okay with it. I that's don't know. Nothing wrong with that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should watch Knives Out. Don't watch Brightbird though. It's not worth it. All right. It's a cool. Like you said, it, it's a cool concept. That's very cool. very cool idea. Yeah. 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 But I don't know. Got some cool death scenes in it, though. If you're into gruesome, weird shit, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, I'm not. No? Not no. that guy? That's just, uh, that's just me, though. But hey, that's okay. Speaking of the death of things, <laughs> the Star Wars saga. <laughs> this is the death of the Star Wars saga? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Well, first off, what's your name? I'm going to let me say Oh, names. Danny. Hi. And I'm Jesse. Hey. Cool. Welcome. Anyway, so Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rise of Skywalker. Woof. End of the Skywalker. How do you what is how do you say nine movies? Not it's not a trilogy. What the, is that? The nineology. The nineology of of the Skywalker movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you saw it. I I've sure seen did. it. I've seen all nine. Are you a Star Wars fan? I don't take you for a Star Wars fan. First I'm. Off. I'm not. I'm like very casual. I grew up l- absolutely loving uh, the. The prequels, because yeah. those were coming out as I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I used to have like a little uh, Luke Skywalker figurine, and you know that cool uh, yellow sleek spaceship that he rides at the end of Phantom Menace. My Anakin Skywalker, but Anakin, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, what, did I say Luke? You said Luke. Oh shit, I'm already fucking. It's up. okay. It's okay. Yeah, but you but know the the, Nav- the Navu Starfighter. Yeah, yes, yes, I used you. to have a huge figurine of that in my room. I think I had the same one. It's, I had a really big one. It's yeah. so cool. Like it was a great movie. I used to love Jar Jar. I didn't get the hate until much later in life. When you started actually getting into movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, I mean, I think all kids are like that. I mean, when yeah. the first movie came out, I was like nine or ten. So yeah, I was in the same boat. I thought Phantom yeah. Menace was awesome when I was a kid. So totally, I get it. Absolutely, those cool swords. You could break a whole wall with them, just I like uh, Qui Gon Jinn does in the right, first scene. Right. It's good stuff. Okay. You're, you are a Star Wars fan. Though. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Much more than me. So yes. you're gonna, you're going to lend the passion here. I oh, there's passion in yeah. this in this podcast today for sure. So I'm <laughs> I'm a giant Star Wars fan. Right. I think it comes from the fact that uh, my entire family is huge Star Wars fans. Oh. Um, my dad grew up with Star Wars, loved it. So he, I don't want to say he forced me to watch it because every kid loves Star Wars. Sure, you're not forced to that. So yeah, I watched Star Wars growing up. Huh. My older sister. Love Star Wars. So I, that was me and my sister's bonding moments with Star Wars. So yeah, uh, grew up liking Star Wars too much. And then being a nerdy kid that I was, I read all the Star Wars books and sure. comic books that were coming out. I played all the thing, video games that came out. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm engrossed in Star Wars. Yeah, you're on a life. different level. I, yeah, yeah. I heard, and maybe you could confirm this, a, yeah. s- a, s- a fake statistic, but you know, an approximation basically. Someone was saying that the actual Star Wars films are like, Ten percent of the Star Wars universe. Is yeah, that pretty true? much. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Because okay, so like, um, we're gonna get nerdy with this for a second. Sure. And it's just like to 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 bring 
you and anybody that listens to this that isn't super Star Wars fan. I'll, I'll be the outsider here. I'll be the yeah. proxy. Oh, no, that's fine. And yeah. So, so before me. Disney came in and bought Star Wars, okay. or bought Lucasfilm, really, uh-huh. before they came in and did that, there was a whole Star Wars canon outside of that, right? Uh, now there's two different Star Wars lores, okay? There is okay. the Star Wars Disney canon. It's kind of like what it's known as now, which is Star Wars canon, mm-hmm. um, which is basically once Disney came in and bought Lucasfilm, these are the Star Wars stories that are canon within the universe, right? Okay. But there's also the legacy stories, okay? Mm-hmm. The legacy stories were all the stories that existed before Disney came around mm-hmm. because basically, you know, George Lucas makes... The first three Star Wars in the 70s and 80s. And after that, you know, everybody loves Star Wars. They want some more toys and stuff like that. He starts authorizing people to write books. And so all the books that were written about Star Wars after Return of the Jedi came out were basically authorized by George Lucas, right? He had like some Star Wars Bible he would send out to authors that were writing books. So they kind of understood the world and sure. the lore and everything around it. And they wrote all these books. And of course, the, um, the prequels come out. We have more books. We have... Um, comic books that came out. There was video games, and every single thing that came out was canon. Like it was George Lucas was like, "This is approved by me." Like he had a big hand in making sure everything was approved. Now sure. that makes it sound like I love George Lucas and that he's like God of Star Wars. I actually think George Lucas is not as amazing as I think most Star Wars fans think he is. Yeah, I think I look at it like he directed New Hope, which is a good movie. I actually very much enjoyed New Hope. I think it's great. Sure. It is the most boring Star Wars movie of, like, the original trilogy, right? It's the most boring. The two great ones, and I think the ones that everybody always says are their favorites, favorites are Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Sure. My favorite is Empire. Direct, directed and written not by George Lucas. Right. He gave, like, a story, general idea, and people made it flow better. Sure. We get three George Lucas written and directed movies, which is the prequels, mm-hmm. and those are arguably really bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're sure. full of inconsistencies and writing errors and directing problems and pacing issues and sure. bad characters. So like I feel like before I continue on, I don't think George Lucas is as great as everybody makes him out to be. Kay. But little caveat. He knows, yeah, he knows the world, he knows what he wants to see from it. So he he uh, he allowed certain things to exist, right? So everything that came out before Disney was technically canon, right? Uh-huh. So there's this whole universe that existed. Like there was the Luke and Leia and Han storyline continued after, before like Force Awakens then came out. There already was stories that existed. I mean, there's a whole storyline about Luke having a wife named Mary, uh, Mary Jade huh. and that their kids and, 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 and like Han and Leia's kid in the books was actually named Ben Solo. So like that actually uh, came through. So there's a little tribute to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's, there's little things peppered at the Disney movies that are like from the old ones, okay. but are from like the legacy stuff. But uh-huh. like, yeah, there was stories that existed. Like the Luke Skywalker that we get in the movies is very different than what was portrayed in like these books. Mm. Like Luke Skywalker in the books was this like superhuman, um, uber intelligent, like, like the ultimate Jedi, 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 the ultimate Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, like he was too good to be true. Kind of was like the way that uh. that Luke was portrayed after Return of the Jedi in all the books, right? And yeah. then we get in Last Jedi, we get. Bitter old the, man. The hermit. Uh, yeah, bitter old man is the yeah. way I'm putting it. Which, surprisingly, I actually prefer. Oh, and, interesting. And I think we can get into that later. Okay. But I prefer the, the hermit, uh, the hermit old, bitter old man, Luke huh. Skywalker. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah. it's more realistic for sure. Exactly. And, and, and so, anyways, yeah. So there was like, yeah, there was this whole other legacy of, of, of lore that existed about Star Wars. And then yeah. Disney came in and basically what they did was they bought it and then said, okay, so this is canon. So like, there's like these two animated shows that, or well, there's an animated show that existed 
before Disney called the Clone Wars. And it yeah. takes place. Those Cartoon Network? I believe so. I believe yeah. it was Cartoon Network, yeah. Um, and that was between the Clone Wars movie and the Revenge of the Sith movie, right? Sure. Actually, really good. In all honesty, the, that Clone Wars series is better than all the prequel movies. Like, by, like huge amounts better. I've heard that many um, times. It's super good. Um, really good writing there. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Filoni, who like showrun that one, and then later the Rebels show, and then now he's works on Mandalorian with John Favreau. Uh, he's great. He's okay. great. Uh, but yeah, Clone Wars, like Disney said, Clone Wars show is canon. Don't worry, like that's okay. good to go. These things are canon. Like certain video games are canon. Certain comic books are canon. Like they were like, this is fine. This is fine. Nope, this is fine. Mm-hmm. Nah, not that one. Not this. Not that. Okay. So like they kind of like they clean house. They did. Yeah. They did. So they, they put a lot of things that were like canon and not canon. So yeah, like if you look up stuff on Star Wars, like if you go to like Wikipedia articles about it, there yeah. will there will be sections where it's like this is what's canon lore and this is what's legacy lore okay. about these these subjects. Are there let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Are there different like the same way that people have their favorite genre writers, is there like oh, this is my favorite Star Wars writer, like yes. Dave Frobank or whatever. Yes, like, there who, are. Who there are the best Star Wars writers? That I don't know. I don't okay. uh, I I've read majority of the books. Okay. But I read them when I was a lot younger, so I didn't uh, keep track of who wrote them. So okay. like now that I'm a lot older and I've not read any of those books again, I don't remember who wrote uh, anything. So I don't know. I know that I've like I've looked into things and like as I've read, because like I need to refresh around certain, like how does this work again? And I'll check that out instead of me. I'm such a dumbass. Like I'll be like, how does how does this work about lightsabers? Let me go research it. Hang on, uh, yeah, but like it's a real life thing. Yeah, um, I'll read about these books and the authors and their names kind of stick, but I just I always forget them for whatever reason. That's so funny. yeah. Okay. I know that there is like there's literally authors that are like, oh, this is the author for Star Wars books. Like there's people Dang. out there that's like that. I know that, okay. but I don't remember their names. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you have a f- much more of the history with Star Wars than I do. My only my only like story about uh, Star Wars from from childhood was. Basically, my dad, he had very, he, he enjoyed Star Wars. He saw it when it came out in the 70s. Uh, but he had a very casual relationship with it, with it as well. He liked Willow far more. We've, <laughs> we've talked about that on a previous episode. Uh, but yeah, when I, when I was a certain age, he was like, yeah, you should see Star I I don't even think he wanted to show it to me. I think it was just on AMC or some some TV movie channel. And uh, and he was just like, yeah, we could watch this. This is a pretty you know special movie. And I was like, all right, cool. And I enjoyed it. And I loved lightsabers. And uh, yeah, yeah. you know, just the concept of a, a sword made of light. What? That's crazy. So I remember one time I was talking to my friend about it on the playground. I was like in second grade. <laughs> I like where this is going. Yeah, this is because it's second grade kids talking about lightsabers. Oh, it's I'm great. All in. Yeah, so it gets better. So he, uh, one of my friends, was like, I can make you. A lightsaber. And so he was one of these kids who just like very early in life knew how to con people. So, uh, and I I was the con. So he's in prison now. Yeah, probably. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I I wouldn't doubt that. He he was a funny guy. I was like, oh my God, are you serious? I've never seen those in stores. How could you possibly make one? And he kind of told me the process and I was like, what do you even like, what are the ingredients or like, what kind of things do you use? And he's like, well, he kind of like listed some ingredients. And uh, the thing that sticks in my memory to this day is he was like, it's going to be really hot. So the thing that you're really going to need to pay for is um, a lot of oven mitts. (laughs) (laughs) That was the thing. That's where most of the cost was going to come in. He's like, you're going to have to pay me a lot. And most of that's going to go toward oven mitts for this very hot lightsaber I'm going to make you. <laughs> okay. So, I like this kid a lot. Yeah, he's great. He is in prison now, though, in San Quentin. So please write him 
because <laughs> uh, he's very lonely. His name was Jimmy Johnson. Uh, his name was Shoev. I'm naming names. That's Shoev. Fine. My Pakistani friend. Yeah, that's a good name. Great guy. But um. uh, but anyway, so yeah, I have no connection with Star Wars other than that. Other than and, oven uh, mitts. Yeah, oven. I just I, I associate it with baking now. Okay. Oven mitts. So right. anyway, but yeah, this movie. I mean, even I, with my limited past uh, in Star Wars, was infuriated by okay. by the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm assuming even more so for you. Uh, Wait, what are your... I won't use the word infuriated. I was very frustrated. Frustrated. I was very frustrated. Okay. I was very much like... Um, it felt like a chore going to go see it. I was uh, like, Ugh, this is finally over. That's what I felt like too. It's like, uh, I guess I just got to close this out. And, and, and this honestly feels like, I, that's not felt like about all the, all the new Star Wars movies. I've honestly not enjoyed one of them. I've uh-huh. never seen any of the new ones that I've been like, oh, that, that was cool. Uh-huh. There's cool moments. I feel like I don't, I don't like Rogue One. People seem to love Rogue One. I, I find I, like. I didn't care for it. Rogue One, I feel like has the worst writing inconsistencies imaginable. There's so many story problems with Rogue One that I can't forgive it. Yeah. But it has the coolest Darth Vader scene ever right. in existence right at the totally. very end. And I'm like, you know what? I'll watch this whole movie just to see Darth Vader destroy those rebels at the end. That's sure. amazing. Yeah. So like, there's, there's moments that are really cool. Um, I feel like Solo has one of the best openings. Like Solo has that really cool war scene at the very beginning when he joins the, um, it's not an opening. It's like 10, 15 minutes of the movie. I, that's the one Star Wars movie I haven't seen. You haven't seen it? It's I haven't actually, seen Solo. I, I actually want you to watch it because I wonder if, because there's like a divide between people that have seen all the Star Wars movies of if they like Rogue One or they like Solo. There's this oh. thing of like, if you don't like Rogue One, a lot of people like Solo and a lot of people don't like Solo like Rogue One a lot. I, um, I, I'm probably going to like neither. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm in that boat, but I enjoy Solo more than Rogue One. Okay. Um, I mean, it says a lot for me. As, as, I mean, I... I like Star Wars enough that I do need to see every movie. Yeah. That's the one that I deliberately chose not to see. I will say, it didn't have to be about Han Solo. That whole movie could have existed, and they could have called him David, and it would have been the same movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it really is not a Han Solo movie. But um, it has this really cool scene. They they, they established early that apparently Han Solo was uh, was, uh, in the Imperial Army. Oh. And there's a war scene. That is a really well choreographed war scene. Oh, okay. And Woody Harrelson's in it. And it's such a cool scene that I was like, Rogue One showed like the boots on the ground. Star Wars stuff is kind of cool. And then Solo had that really cool war scene. I'm like, I want a wartime Star Wars movie. That looks awesome. Yeah. And then Mandalorian's out now and you get boots on the ground. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I've been waiting for, actually. It's, cool. It's this style of Star Wars. But nice. Yeah, Solo has a cool scene. So there's there's cool scenes, but yeah. I've not enjoyed one of the movies. Interesting. I've just been like, <sighs> so Rise Skywalker was a chore. It was like, okay, yeah, we're finally getting this over with. I know it's gonna happen because it's very obvious, and right. this movie looks dumb, and it was pretty dumb. Yeah, yeah. Is there? Let me let me ask you this: Is there any precedent in the novels for Palpatine just coming back? Yeah, I. I I don't want to. I can't remember off the top of my head if he actually comes back to life or not. Okay. But there is within the lore, and this is actually canon too. Okay. Um, Palpatine's master, his his Sith master, Sidious. Uh, yeah. So, well, no, Sidious is that's his name. That's oh, Sid- that is Palpatine's Palpatine name. is is his like human name, and Darth Sidious is his Sith name, right? Oh. So Sidious's master is named Darth Plagueis. Oh, okay. Pl- Plagueis or Plagueis. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plagueis, um, and he talks about it a little bit in Attack of the Clones. He kind of talks to uh, 
Anakin about it, and because yeah. he, he was, and it was really about his mom. And mm-hmm. he was telling him, like, there was this ancient Sith back in the day that learned how to cheat death and bring himself back to life. Mm-hmm. He was talking about his master. His master learned how to keep himself alive or bring himself back from the dead through the Midi force. chlorians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he basically just, like, he basically Sounds cheated. like what I put in my pool, chlorine. That's not that was bad. Oh, that was, that really was bad. bad. We're cutting the podcast. We're, right. we're quitting them out. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so he was, like, basically cheating the force and cheating death, right? Uh-huh. Um, and Sidious actually kills Plagueis in between Phantom Menace and Talking of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of when Sidious is like, you know, I can, I, I got this kid I'm going to groom, so I'm going to kill you now. And he kills mm-hmm. him in sleep. So the possibility of Palpatine being taught the same force trick that Plagueis is using to bring himself back to life, mm-hmm. not too far to say that that happened. Sure. And I, I want to say there is a story somewhere that exists where Palpatine comes back to life because of Plagueis, but it's not nearly as big of a big bad as Ryan Skywalker makes out to be. Sure. No matter how inconsistent that big bad is. Mm. Um, yeah, so I feel like in, the, in a story context, it makes sense he can come back because he probably learned it from Plagueis or at least observed it or, or figured it out himself and, yeah. you know. Whatever. So, so mythologically, it works, it works within within the universe of that show, <clears throat> yes, or the movie. Yes. Yeah. However, narratologically, stupid doesn't make any sense at all. He just comes in at the end of this trilogy. How, how about this? How about this? Uh-huh. The, I think what is the most unrealistic part of that movie uh-huh. is when Kylo gets there and he's like, "I created Snoke," and I'm like, "So what? Snoke is just some like random ass uh, like puppet that you made, yeah. and then you're just like sitting here, hand up its ass, just speaking for it. Like, was that okay? Well, let's just ignore that for a second. Right? How about when he uh, was like, "And if you side with me, you get this whole army," and he like raised and out of the freaking fog of the planet comes <laughs> eighty ships. billion star destroyers. <laughs> And he's like, this is the final order. And I'm like, so hang on. You've been in this world long enough to know that the first order exists. And you know that yeah. you want like, you know what was better than first? How about the final? I guess right. The, you know, he said he was sitting there with all those little, those little dudes working on him stuff. He's like, the last order. They're like, I mean, you keep with the same letter. Final. How does that like, <laughs> you're stupid. He shocked him and was like, <laughs> final order. <laughs> right. So do it. <laughs> um, yeah. He has this whole like fleet of Star Destroyers that come out of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm like. How did he staff all those ships? That's what I'd like to know. Like, Who's on there? At the end where Ray is is killing him, there's just like thousands of people just watching. What's oh, that happening? was all the Sith. That was they like were just, Sith? They were just Sith back there watching. Yeah. They were Jedi? Well, they're like bad Jedi, yeah. Why nope. didn't why didn't they fight? They're just watching? I like I thought they were just employees. No, uh, they were supposed to be Sith. How how do you know that? Did they say that it's in implied. the movie? It's implied. So why why didn't they come out with their lightsabers? Uh, I don't know. There's not. It's not. Look at this, this movie is so, really bad. Have you not so established? Sti- this? No, I know. I'm just trying to wonder how how what's the extent of the badness? Because I had I literally would not have picked that up at all. Also, I was listening to a podcast, and apparently those people that they uh, that Kylo kills are called the Knights of Ren. The Knights of Ren, yeah. Never even heard of them. Uh, they talk about them in the first movie. This it's is all news to me. Quick, quick, like, oh, yeah, he's part of the Knights of Ren. Talk uh-huh. in the first movie. Uh-huh. Second movie, nothing. And the third, he's like, I'm getting the Knights of Ren. And, and the Knights of Okay, so, like, there's this thing about the Knights of Ren, too. And, and this is, again, like, I was, I was talking to someone, another friend of mine of, like, we were saying how Star Wars has so many cool ideas that they can play on, but they don't. And the Knights of Ren is one of those where. It sounds cool. One, they look awesome. 
Yeah, they they looked so, up. Yeah, but they were essentially a boy band because uh-huh. they just stood around a lot, and there was a lot of cool shots of them standing there. Yeah, kind of threatening, but nothing really happening. So, in the lore, okay. because all, so with every movie that comes out, Disney releases a visual dictionary of the movie, right? And it's oh. just basically it's a, it's a bunch of it's a it's a huge book of every costume and every item that is in the movie and it's a breakdown of what they are. It's actually really, really cool. That is cool. So in the first movie when Knights of Ren came out, it explained what the Knights of Ren are. And the Knights mm-hmm. of Ren are fallen Jedi from the Jedi Academy that Luke was establishing before Force Awakens. So, so we know that Kylo was in or Ben was in mm-hmm. this new Jedi Academy temple that Luke was building, right? Sure. And then Ben gets turned to the dark side and he turns against Luke and we see that he has destroyed the temple with a shot of of Luke with his middle hand and R2. Right. Like, what happened to his skins? Um, but yeah, he's like, you know, hand and R2, we see the temple burning, right? Mm-hmm. The Knights of Ren apparently are Jedi that were being trained there, and okay. Kylo turned them to the dark side before he took over the temple, mm-hmm. and they helped him kill all the other Jedi that were there, and they all burned the thing together, and they took off to the First Order together. That's a That's great a cool story. St- exactly. Yeah. There is, and now, also... So they fight Kyle at the end. Why don't they have lightsabers? They're Jedi. They're yeah. technically fallen Jedi, right? So yeah, the Knights of Ren have this super cool idea. They look super awesome, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of like, so, you know, Kylo's name is Kylo Ren. Okay. But then we have the Knights of Ren. Is Kylo Ren, like, are they the Knights of him? Are they worshiping somebody named Ren? There is a Sith Lord that existed in, in, in a Star Wars video game, Knights of the Old Republic, which is Mm-hmm. Not just a gr- amazing Star Wars. It's one of the best video games ever made. And that's like not even just me talking. It's like majority Damn. of like people who play video games love that game. Mm-hmm. Revan was a Sith Lord in that game that was like ultimate powerful. Like one of the most like one of the like most powerful Sith that ever existed. Okay. Really yeah. interesting characters. There's a whole I can go into that Revan forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and Disney has announced that can- Revan is canon. Um, mm-hmm. He's in like a deleted scene of the Clone Wars show. And they... um they said that there was in one of the visual dictionaries they talked about Revan. But Kylo Ren's mask mm-hmm. is hit the design is really similar to Revan's mask he wears in those mm-hmm. video games. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are like, is the Knights of is Ren the Disney version of Revan? And are they worshiping mm. Ren? Okay. Or is Ren, Kylo Ren. Like, what, what's happening? So, like, this is the whole thing. Like, what is going on there? Yeah. We have these really cool characters that exist in this universe. Right. And we finally get, like, this scene where we're like, okay, we find... All the promotional material around this movie was around the Knights of Ren, like, existing in the movie. Like, this is going to be so cool. Like, we're finally seeing these, like, fallen Jedi that exist that Kylo has been with that are... Who knows what they're doing throughout the galaxy? And then we get some really cool crane... Sh- or uh, drone shots of them standing mm-hmm. around the desert and looking really badass. And then they... Sure. They... Ten of them fought Kylo at once and kill them all yeah here's the thing is like a casual star wars fan like me does not get the context of how significant that fight is like it just looks like he's just killing people when you tell me that backstory that he worked with these people in the past and may even share a name with them with something like that that gives so much more significance to that scene and there was i mean visually there you could tell that there was supposed to be significant because there was like slow-mo and and he kind of looks at them dramatically, whatever like that. But like that adds so much more significance to that scene. That's fascinating that they didn't dive into that backstory more. And that's what Star Wars is littered with, though. There's so many cool ideas yeah. that are never built on. Like 
when Re- when Ray gets Anakin Skywalker, mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker, Anakin's lightsaber. Oh yeah, in Force Awakens, uh-huh. she gets it from Maz Kanata, right? She has it like this little tiny basement thing in her giant club thing that she, I don't know what that place was. Yeah, but yeah, she's got like these little trinkets. She's like, here's a lightsaber. That thing was lost at the end of Empire. It fell down that shaft with Luke's hand. So does uh, she have Luke's hand too? I don't know. <laughs> Either way, she has it. And then when they ask her, where did you get, like, how did you get this? She's like, that's a story for another time. I'm like, another time it doesn't exist because these movies are over. Yeah. So we never know why she got this lightsaber. Right. Where it came, like, and I feel like that's even an interesting story. Of totally. How does Maz get this? How does Maz, I mean, Maz's entire role in Rise of Skywalker was exposition. exposition. Yeah. She explained things because people are too stupid. To understand, and I think right. it's honestly, let's talk about Last Jedi for a second. Please. I'm really angry. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get please angry get into it. Yeah, Last Jedi is horrible. <laughs> it's a bad movie, but what Last Jedi has, I, in my opinion, are some of the best scenes in all of Star Wars. Mm. Okay, and a lot of people hate like disagree with me on that, but I love the idea of Luke Skywalker, this all powerful, like super good guy. Turning into basically a uh, religious person that has left the religion. Okay, you yeah. know uh, he talks about it a little bit, and it's it's very much like push the fact that like he realized the Jedi Order aren't this special breed of superheroes. Right, they were a religion that worshipped a thing called the Force, and they made their own rules of how the Force works mm-hmm. when the Force does not work in the way that they're saying it does. And he starts realizing this, and he walks away from this religion, being like. This isn't real. This isn't how the force works. This isn't how the life works. This isn't how any of this works. Yeah. But I'm following it. And it hurts him because he's been following this. He built a temple on this and he lost everybody on these ideals of basically what is their Bible. Yeah. And he realizes later that there isn't this isn't this isn't how things work. Yeah. Right. That is compelling. And there is like this, you know, in another Star Wars lore, there is things called the Grey Jedi, which they were once Jedi who mm-hmm. saw through the religion of the Jedi. And basically, we're like, I don't want any part of this, but I'm not like, I'm not dark side. Like, I'm not going to go murder some random people, but like, I don't believe in this. Mm. But like, they believe in the force. They're one with the force. They understand that it exists in this world and it flows through everything, right? So they understand that, but they can't be behind the organized religion of it, right? Interesting. And they exist outside of it and they call themselves Grey Jedi. So essentially, Luke in Last Jedi is a Grey Jedi. Right, he still believes in the force. He knows it exists. He knows how it works, but he doesn't agree with the organized part of it. Interesting. And I find that fascinating. And I found that character yeah. that is like, oh my God, just like I don't agree with this stuff anymore. I think that's interesting, and I like that a lot. Totally. But I think people want a superhero Luke. Mm-hmm. They wanted Luke to come in that was all powerful, all knowledgeable, all whatever. And I understand that, but I like this version more. Yeah. And I think the scenes between him and Ray, and Ray and Kylo. All those scenes that they have when they're training in a little island of this. Oh, fantastic. I think those are amazing scenes. And, totally. and just not just Star Wars, but just like in movies in general. Like those yeah. are great scenes. Well done scenes, well written scenes. Right. And then every time it cuts the resistance, the movie turns horrible. Yeah. <laughs> the resistance is what destroys that movie. Right. But I feel like every time we're on that island with Ray and Luke and we get some Kylo scenes in there, we're yeah. in good stuff. It's and then well we done. have that throne room scene with Snoke. That one. Talk about a set design. Oh, that is that beautiful red. set design. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ru- ruby red. Yeah. It looks so good. Yeah, it is. Weird fight scene because it's not well choreographed. Right. But. Yeah, I keep seeing those gifts. Oh, uh, like the, 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 the temple guards like the, being really bad or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Or the palace guards, what they're called. Um, yeah, like not hitting when they should. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's some pretty bad choreography in that. 
But really well done scene, regardless. Ah, Beautiful scene. There's a good movie there. There's a really good movie there. Yeah. It's just it's just surrounded by a really shitty movie. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of fat on it. Yeah. But I think this is what happened. Because I had a lot of conversations with people that watched Last Jedi okay. and did not understand half the things that happened in Last Jedi. Mm. Because, and, and, and you know what? And I, and I talked earlier really about Knives Out. I enjoyed Knives Out. But I, I think Ryan Johnson's a really good writer and director, okay? Yeah. And he wrote and directed the Last Jedi. I think he doesn't believe in talking like, talking to the audience like their kids. Mm-hmm. I don't think he believes in having to explain every little tiny thing. Like, I think he believes the audience is intelligent enough to understand things as it's presented to them. Mm-hmm. And obviously people aren't that smart or that intelligent mm-hmm. because Rise Skywalker turns around and we have Maz basically being like, let me explain everything that happens in this movie. Like right. no one understood why Luke died at the end of last year. Like people were like, I don't get it. And yeah. Like, well, he used so much of his energy to create that whole thing. And it took a lot. Of, he's already really old. And obviously he died. Like that's just, it makes sense. Right. Yeah. They don't get that. So mm-hmm. then when Leia had to do the same thing, they're like, Maz is like, she's going to take all of her energy <laughs> to go save Ben. I'm like, did you have to say that? You Explicitly. Yeah. <sighs> Poor Lupita. She got some bad lines in that movie. <laughs> Underutilized that woman. Um, yeah. I hated that though. Like so much like miss potential on stuff. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. I, uh, what did you think of Luke's? Cause I felt like Luke in this movie was a kind of a complete reversal. Yes. To the last Jedi. I mean, he catches the lightsaber. You should treat this with more respect. It's like, fuck off. You were just dissing it. The last movie. Yeah. Because it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's a lightsaber. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think that was stupid. Yeah. I, I feel like it was their way. It was JJ's way of saying, oh, don't worry about The Last Jedi. Don't worry about that movie. Yeah. Don't worry about that movie. Yeah. But in all honesty, I don't think JJ is a great director or writer. Sorry. I don't. No, he's very derivative. Everything he does. I believe he's a, and you know what? I think I don't think there's anything wrong with this, mm-hmm. but I believe that JJ is a fan of a lot of things that got given big budgets. And that's awesome. Like yeah. he is living the dream that we all want to live. He is a fan, like super eight is yeah. JJ's fan film and fan offering to Steven Spielberg. Sure. He grew up loving Steven. I, who, I love Steven Spielberg movies. Yeah, who I doesn't? think they're beautiful, right? Yeah. I would love to work on something and say, like, this is inspired by Steven Spielberg. That's amazing. So JJ's living the life I think most people want to live. Sure. Right? Um, yeah, he's got studios offering him huge budget yeah. projects. He's able to do whatever he wants. Exactly. Yeah. And that's cool. But I've never seen a JJ movie and been like, damn, JJ's changing the game. Right. I'm like, JJ's fine. Yeah. Super 8 was cool. Cloverfield 1 was cool. Cloverfield yeah. 2, 10 times better. Yeah. Not done by JJ. Um, because it was kind of original. Right. Um, uh, what's it called? Star Trek movies. They're super fun. Yeah. But I don't think they're good movies. Right. So it's like we get to Star Wars and Force Awakens felt like he was. Ma- it, it feels like to me like it was fan fiction. It was like fan fiction Star Wars. Yeah. Completely. And he just actually was giving money to make the movie. Right. Uh, I mean, it, I mean, when you watch it, it's literally just a New Hope replayed. Yeah. yeah. And Rise Skywalker was Return of the Jedi replayed. It literally has the same ending. Mm-hmm. Has a sa- it has the same scene where Palpatine opens the windows, the blinds of the windows, and shows the hero mm-hmm. how all their ships are falling. Right. Like, it's the same freaking scene. Like, he's literally just, re- he's writing fan fiction, and, but yeah. given enough budget to do it. I yeah. think it's horrible. No, yeah, I agree. I agree completely. Yeah, I don't know. Something about that. So, what one thing I want to ask is, uh, what did you think of the way Leia exited? I mean, they didn't have a whole lot of room, but how yeah. how did you feel that it was packaged within the movie? I think it's fine. 
I got. Yeah. I don't have an issue. I think that they used her too much. Actually, I agree. Yeah, that was a lot of Leia, and I was like, you know, you guys use some can scenes that don't really work in this movie, but sure, whatever. Yeah. Keep throwing Leia in there. Yeah, she easily could have just not been in the movie for more than like. She could have just not had any lines. Yeah. Easily. Why couldn't we have started the movie on Leia's funeral? Yeah, honestly, that, that died off cool. screen. Who right. cares? I mean, why didn't she die in Lost Jedi? Why does she have to have her Superman movie? Yeah, I exactly. Mean, like we we had a, a perfect out for 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 Leia, but okay. Yeah, they. I, I don't. I don't understand why they needed to have the Ray Leia relationship of now, yeah. Leia is Ray's, uh, ma- like Jedi Master over here, and yeah, it didn't need to exist, but they had a. I don't know. Right. Don't know. This movie, and I mean, it's been pointed out before, but yeah, it's just it was. Trying to take notes from not only uh, Last Jedi but criticisms of the Last Jedi and just correct all of those things. So the criticism that Ray's a Mary Sue. Oh, now you have a big training sequence. Okay. Hang on, let's talk about Ray for a second. Yeah. I don't want to ask you, what do you think about her being Palpatine's granddaughter? Did it's. I mean, it's just a stupid cop out, right? It, it's. I mean, it, again, this is like I was just saying a second ago. A correction to Ryan Johnson's work in the last jedi oh her identity doesn't matter her parents were nobodies and then of course jj comes along and is like oh well i guess technically they were nobodies but the nobodies were the sons of someone very important yeah and i hate that yeah it's i stupid. loved and i mean also the ending of last Jedi kind of pushes this i love the idea of them saying you don't need to be the kid of somebody important right you can be important yourself yeah. You can be powerful all by yourself. And then we have that last scene in that movie where that little kid is with the ring and yeah. he, he uses the force to grab his broom and he looks at the stars. And it's like this reaffirming of Anyone like can anybody is in, everybody is important. Right. right. And people can make fun of that as like some snowflake social justice worker uh, mentality. But you know sure. what? Like it's the truth. Like you yeah. people can be anybody. Like, and I'm critical. I'm a type of person that says that there are winners and losers in this world. Sure. And. When you're not a winner, you're a loser. That's just how this well, this is how the world works, right? Uh-huh. I see people every single day that I could classify as like, yeah, they lost in life, uh-huh. and they're okay with it. Uh-huh. And I don't think that's wrong. So I don't want to say that I'm some snowflake social justice person, but I love the idea of being able to say like everybody can be important, everybody can do something big because yeah. I actually believe that, and I love that about Last Jedi was it was like you don't need to be Han's kid or Luke's kid or what like you can just be some random ass person yeah. from some random ass planet and you still matter in the story. But nope. Yeah. You had to be somebody's kid. Right. In order to exist. Exactly. In order to be justified as a character in this series. And I think Last Jedi could have capped the series completely. You mm. have the elimination of the big bad guy. You have a vagueness kind of about oh where is the future maybe we could do another series after this but all the ends are mostly tied right you have the question of ray's heritage answered in last jedi it's obviously contradicted later in rise of skywalker and you also have that beautiful last shot of some random kid being able to use the force that just kind of confirms that whole theory that was running throughout the movie that anyone can be touched by the force anyone could be a big important person doesn't matter your heritage that could have ended the series right there. In reality, yeah, you're right. You're actually right about that. But Rise of Skywalker goes and contradicts all of that in in the clunkiest way because it's all done in one movie as opposed to like a slow build of like, oh, well, maybe this is a little bit more complicated. It's just like a straight like, nope, Ryan Johnson, no. Yeah. And I think it's because people, you know what? This is the evil side of the internet. 
<laughs> when, when you think about it, when the original Star Wars movies came out, you can complain all you want about not liking a character. Sure. How are you going to tell George Lucas that? You're going to write him a letter? You think he's going to read that bullshit? He doesn't care, right. right? And so he approved these other movies that do whatever they wanted. And you had these stories that were fulfilled, right? Mm-hmm. And now we have an area where studios can read the internet and say, you know what? They don't like this. Get rid of it. Right. I mean, and then, I mean, there's good and bad to that. Like, I mean, uh, we've, I've said it before in the podcast. I, I love Breaking Bad. I think it's an amazing show. Sure. And it's, you know, talked about constantly how uh, Jesse Pinkman was supposed to be killed off in the first season. Mm-hmm. But because, you know, they hadn't finished the first season when the first couple episodes were coming out and people loved Jesse Pinkman. They thought he was great. Mm-hmm. They rewrote the first season to not kill him off and basically changed kind of the course of the show where Walt had a partner for the whole entire show, right? right? Which wasn't in the original idea of Breaking Bad. So it's like the internet there actually helped the show because I think without Jesse Pinkman, the show isn't nearly as good, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that the internet, I think, made Breaking Bad better. So there's like a, a positive to fan reaction, mm-hmm. but then there's a negative in that like we see... Like how the car- the the actress that played Rose in Last Jedi was treated because oh, of, I mean like look big time. Rose is a dumb character. Mm-hmm. I'm first one to say it. I don't give a crap about her actress though. She didn't write it. You're she right. Didn't, she read the lines that were on the paper. Yeah, and she did she a good did, job she got of it. Paid. Yeah, whatever. She probably got paid more than I'll ever get paid in my life. And you know what? Good for you, dude. Yeah. You were in Star Wars. Have a good time. You Seriously. Know? Yeah. Leave people alone. Right. I will get mad at J.J. I will get mad at the writers of these movies yeah. because they're the ones that wrote the words in the paper. Right, exactly. And I don't agree with them. You know, I don't like them. But I'm not going to go yell at some actress on the internet. And then, yeah. I mean, you look at her role in Rise Skywalker. She was like... <laughs> like two lines. <laughs> they were like, hey, does it, isn't Rose going to come with us? Nah, she's got work on the grass planet. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's some things in the forest she's take care of. Yeah. Some gardening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, get her out of here. Yeah. Um, no, when in reality, let's just be honest, uh, Finn is as, as annoying as Rose. I think Finn is oh, probably completely. one of the worst characters in Star Wars history. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather have Jar Jar and Ryan Skywalker than Finn. Finn, yeah. bored, Finn bores me. Finn yells a lot, and I don't care about that. Yeah, I agree. Did I agree. you, random side note, did you yeah. <laughs> watch the, who, what's the actor's name that plays Finn? Um, John Hamm. No, I'm kidding. You're really close. Actually, it's John Boyega. Oh shit, um, Boyega. Okay, is that another cut of pork? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, did you see John Boyega's like got in a little trouble on Twitter after? Ryan oh, came out? I did. Yeah, I forget what was the origin that he said he made like a joke about him and Ray getting together or something like that. Yeah, it's really funny actually. Like, yeah, I thought it was funny, but I also said, dude, you're way too into this, and yeah. it was. Because there was all these memes going on on Twitter, uh-huh. making fun of the fact, like, you know, there's all the scenes of Finn saying, or there was a scene in it when they thought they were going to die, and Finn was like, I got something to tell you, Ray. And everyone's oh, like, Oh, yeah. He's going to be like, Ray, I'm in love with you. Right. This is obvious. Which JJ ended up laying letter saying, JJ came out in an interview saying that what he was trying to tell Ray was that he can use the force. <laughs> that's <laughs> not, I mean, that's not what I got out of it. I thought it was going to be a romantic thing, too. I felt like when he said that, I went, that feels like such a cop out. Thing. Yeah. Because you didn't want to say that it was supposed to be because it's cheesy for him to be like, I'm in love with you. I'm like, really? OK, cool. Like everybody knew yes. that. But yeah, he was like, oh, it was him saying like, I can use the force. I'm like that sounds like a cop out. Right. Uh, JJ. Anyways. Why so. Why wouldn't he just uh, forget it? Never mind. Keep it, going. Yeah. Let's not put logic in the yeah. JJ logic. Here. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so all these people on the internet are making fun of the fact that like Finn is in love with with Ray, right? Okay. But then we have that final scene of of, of Kylo looking in the into Ray's eyes, like I'm in love with you. Maybe cousin. I don't know how this works. I you know, know, yeah, right. And then they they had a little makeout scene, and, and then he dies, right? Uh-huh. Which also she could have just totally saved him with her little force. Yeah, power. Just, I mean, maybe that means that she dies, but then he'll like carry her ten feet, then he'll bring her back to life. He'll die, and she'll carry him ten feet, and it's a back and forth, That's and they fun. can get somebody Feels else to take, you know, <laughs> take over. I don't know. It's, I mean, I guess Finn has the force. Maybe he can do it. Yeah. So <laughs> That's another thing. Okay, we'll get back to that in a second. Okay. Yeah. So. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, damn, Kylo got some uh, some Ray over here, right?" So there's okay. all these like memes about that, and John Boyega is like kind of all over Twitter, and he yeah. was kind of having some fun on Twitter, but also you could tell when he was getting annoyed of people mm-hmm. and was trying to make fun of things, and not being smart is the best way to put it. He was just saying some dumb stuff, okay? Yeah. But then what got it was somebody put up the meme and it said, "Kylo's the ultimate wingman. He died." So Finn could be with Ray, uh, and I think that's funny. That's yeah, a, that's a funny meme. And John Boyega, you are not Finn. You are John Boyega, so you can laugh at that. Yeah. But his response to it was, "It's not about who kisses her. It's about who lays the pipe." Oh <laughs> damn! Damn! Wow, he did not consult a PR agent for that. That is crazy. It's hilarious. Cause like, yeah, like, dude, celebrities—they're s- just like us. Are you so into this character that you can't let that joke go? Like, yeah. that's like, that's baby talk. Like, that's so funny. Oh my god, Carlo kissed your girlfriend, dude. Like, who cares? It's that's really stupid. It's a character you play in a movie. Yeah. Wow. I mean, look at. I'm laughing at the line because the line's funny. That's a funny comeback. Sure, I'm not totally. Lie, but yeah. it's a childish comeback. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of trouble for that. That's really funny. That <laughs> is really funny. Damn. I mean. I mean, okay, so on a on a I was gonna go back to something, but yeah, now but now uh you remind me that there was this uh this this is kinda like about the desirability of Ray. Like she I mean, Daisy, uh whatever her name is, Daisy she's, Ridley. Yeah, she's beautiful for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I remember seeing on YouTube some I th- like British talk show where Daisy and uh Fucking who plays Leia again? What's her name? Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, yeah, the Dang. fishy lady. Uh, they were both on some some British talk show, and Leia turns to Daisy and basically gives her the advice like, "You are a Star Wars woman now. Millions of men are going to jerk off to you. Oh yeah, like that's just something you For have sure. to reconcile yourself with. And like the horror on Daisy's face is like very evident." <laughs> Um, I want to see that clip. That sounds hilarious. It's really funny, but yeah, that's just a recommendation to watch that. But anyway, going back to um, the whole healing thing, it seemed so stupid to me that like that that Ray had this like desire for peace. Like she she was like very zen and very peaceful and stuff like that. And then you have that sequence where. She heals the snake and everything like that at the beginning of the like the first hour of the movie, and and I'm like, yeah, that's all fine and good. You could be a warrior at peace, but you're also like killing shit tons of people. Like, so she, it's weird. It just seemed very like contradictory to me. Like, she'll heal a snake, she'll heal Kylo, but she also has like no problem just 
killing hundreds of other random nameless characters. Yeah, as long as they have a mask on, it's okay. Exactly. So right. like, Kylo had his mask off when she stabbed him. That's why she had to fix him. Right. So it's you like, know? okay, but so... If you got the first order trooper mask on. You're, oh, then fuck you. Yeah, exactly. I, I love the... And, and on that same topic, is I yeah. love how Finn met the other... Um, oh, that was cool. The I other guess. Uh, first order troopers I had left, right? Yeah, which is cool. It's a cool thing of like he's like I'm not the only one, and and, and we are all people. Not all of us are evil, right? And then proceeds the next scene to just board a freaking star destroyer, like shoot all the freaking troopers. In here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like no regard for life, like 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 uh, wasn't that supposed to be like some sort of lesson learned? Yeah. Also, what about the weird Billy D line at the end when uh, he was like, "Who what? are you, Missy?" And like to that to the to the girl. Oh. And she's like, "I don't know who I am." He's like, "Well, let's find out." And I'm like, new "Either adventure? we're about to go on adventure with Billy D and new girl, yeah. or he's gonna try to he's gonna try to fuck that girl." Hey, one of the two. Finding he, Finding Neverland Part Two. He's Billy D, so he can he can do whatever he wants. Let's <laughs> just be true. honest. It's fine. Let's be honest. He's, he's Lando. Yeah. And, and gender fluid in real life. You Is know? he? Yeah. I did not know that. It was on Twitter uh, like a month ago, something like that. Good for him. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, terrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> what's a, what's a, what's a, give me a positive. You got a positive from Positive, positive. I'm trying to think because like, kind of going back to what you said about Last Jedi, it had some amazing kernels, like some amazing <sighs> little scenes. With that light speed scene. Yeah. <sighs> Gorgeous, gorgeous. And I'm trying to think of anything so that was like that in Rise of Skywalker, and I really can't think of anything, to be honest. I mean, I guess um, some of the... Uh, what what was one of the worlds that they went to earlier? It was like one of the... I think where they... So the, the part where they're in that festival, right? Uh-huh. That was gorgeous to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were all those like rock formations that looked kind of like Arizona or New Mexico or whatever like that. That was pretty. That's about it, though. Okay. That's all I liked. What about you? Babu Freak is the coolest character in the world. That was cute. Babu Freak is great. That was a cute kid. I loved him. Yeah. He's a favorite. (laughs) I want a little Babu Freak to hang out on my shoulder. Yeah, that'd be cool. I love those lines. I I love when... One, we had this very emotional scene with... C- you know what? This is another thing with Star Wars, actually. C-3PO? And this is with all the new movies. Okay. But it's it's the idea that there is no consequence to anything. And that is... No, exactly. C-3PO is going to get his mind wiped so he can translate this Sith dagger, right? Which also right. conveniently had a protractor you just pull out so and stand in this very specific spot to see this very specific area of the Death Star to find out where this Sith... GPS system is right, and Ray happened to just be standing at that exact spot when she got up there and pulled up the Still. dagger. The exact thing, okay, stupid. Yeah. Either way, see the best translated, right? And they're like, he's like, if you if you wipe my mind, I can do it. Yeah. And I, okay, so they wipe his mind, and he's like, I don't know any of you. I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Then he goes back to that grass tree planet at the rond that looks like endor but it's not endor mm-hmm. and then c3po or r2 like don't worry doc i got you i have you backed up yeah hard drive. And was like here you go and then he's back to normal just yeah. no consequence no like, no no, no. Uh, or how about no how stakes a uh, great character death and, and chewbacca right potentially being that killed by ray so stupid people i remember in the theater i saw people got like oh my god like chewbacca's dead like, of course and even i was like damn they killed chewbacca he's a beloved character 
But I was like, kind of a cool way to do it. Have Ray kill Chewbacca. There's some lasting effects. There's some emotional damage. Right. Could lead to some anger. Some good character development here. Then, not even five minutes later. Whole other ship. Don't worry. Yeah. Nobody's in danger in this movie. (laughs) And yeah, I was was sitting there watching that. And I'm like, (sighs) and we see that a lot with Star Wars in that, like, you see a lot in Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. Every time there is a, there is a, big scene or a dramatic moment or a line that's a little bit, it's not funny. Mm-hmm. It's immediately followed with a joke, either a physical gag or an actual joke. Right. Every time anything is serious happening in those movies, it is immediately followed by a joke. Like, yeah. you are not allowed to be serious in Star Wars. There has to be some sort of fun. Right. There has to be something for the kids. There's no lasting anything in this movie, and it really bothers me because the old yeah. movies weren't like that. No, like, they, were, they were slow. The trilogy... The original trilogy is not funny. No, it's not. There's it's a slow, couple handful of jokes. It's dramatic. It's drawn out. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. Those are the beloved ones. Right. My nephew and niece love Star Wars. My niece is four years old. Mm. And she loves the old movies just as much as she loves the new movies. Yeah. And they're slow. Yeah. Kids don't care. There's aliens and robots on screen. They don't care. Right. Stop treating them and us like we're four years old. And we need a joke every four seconds to, to keep watching. Like, exactly. this isn't a YouTube video. No, yeah. This is a movie. Went to the movie theater. We paid $20 to see this movie. Hell yeah. 15 bucks for popcorn. Yeah. You know, $25 for a soda. I'm a, in debt. A million dollars for candy, right? Yeah. And you're like, wow, that was quite a steep <laughs> jump in price there. You know what? Jeez. It's the truth. <laughs> um, but yeah, and but they have to put a joke after every serious moment because right. you can't possibly sit through a movie without laughing every four seconds because yeah god forbid yeah oh my god how are you gonna be entertained right yeah i love stupid. that i hate that but despite that i thought bobby freak was amazing and i love him and and i want a little bobby freak when when c3po was like back he's like i'm c3po he's like i am babu freak yeah that was cute <laughs> i don't I know why though, that character was so funny to me but he was has, I loved him. has bobby freak uh has have there been any products because i know like baby yoda is like hot right now like baby yodas are selling like like hotcakes, but I don't think they actually. There's no products yet by Baby Yoda. They don't what? come out for another couple months. Oh, I I guess I'm talking about gifts. Oh yeah, gifts and uh, and like yeah. So so yeah, but I wonder, are they going to do Bobby Freak? Oh uh, for sure. I don't I don't think that there is any Bobby Freak okay. merchandise yet, but you know there's going to be. I'm sure there is. I mean, it's yeah. basically just going to be a. It's a money. It's a, it's just Star it's Wars a money makes cannon. as much money off, or probably more money off of merch than oh, ten times more. Than the movies themselves, yeah, yeah. ten times more. So yeah, um, yeah. No, Baby Yoda stuff doesn't come out for like a couple months. They had Shit. some weird, um, they had some weird clause in that. I forgot. Like, somebody explained it, and I forgot it already. But it was yeah. like there couldn't be Baby Yoda merchandise till way after the show ended. Por qué? Uh, something John Favreau put. Like he he refused to let there be uh, advertisements showing um, Baby Yoda and any of the stuff before Mandalorian came out, which I think oh, was a good idea because okay. it was a good surprise and yeah, yeah, as yeah. cute as can be and yeah. So that was pretty smart. But yeah, they, they had a, a merchandising thing, and I forgot exactly why. It's like, I think April is when the first set of merchandise came out. Oh, dang. Which I saw the, the, the most genius one. Actually, the most genius one I saw. Huh. We just got announced, I think, yesterday that Build a Bear workshops are going to have baby Yoda plushes, the okay. little, little, little teddy bears. I'm like, that's freaking genius. Yeah, that's smart. That is so smart. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, good for them. They're going to rake in a lot of a shit ton of money. Good job, Disney. Yeah. Good job. You know, no matter how much I hate you. I respect you. Yeah, that's their I respect w- you taking over the world. A worthy opponent. Yeah. <laughs> I respect you taking away my rights. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Your monopoly on entertainment. Yeah. Good job, Disney. It's true. Good job. It's true. Um, 
How are we doing on time? I have no idea. I took the, the time off. I was afraid. Oh, oh 51. Okay. Nice. It's actually shorter than I expected. I thought we were yeah. going for a long time. So the future now. What's yeah. what's going on next with Star Wars? Do you happen to know? I actually yeah. don't know the the hot goss on this. So Mandalorian season one just ended. Which right. have you watched Mandalorian? I haven't, not yet. It's worth watching, dude. All right. It's really good. I'll I enjoyed it a lot out. actually. Like I I, uh, I, t- I tweeted so I'm on the Twitters, right? Okay. Good amount. I've heard mostly of it. for work because my work is really big on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um and I was tweeting that. Man, like watching the end of Matt so the season finale of Mandalorian was like the week after I saw Rise of Skywalker. Okay. It was like the week after the show a movie came out was end of Mandalorian, something like that. And I watched the season finale and I literally tweeted because my first thought was the Mandalorian reminds me how shitty the movies are. Oh yeah. Because the Mandalorian is it's uh, Mandalorian is not perfect. It's oh, not yeah? perfect. There's problems. But it's just so much better that it reminds me like everything was a shit. And hmm. I think it's it's planning and it's also Star Wars works really well as a TV show in a long form commentary. Just Star Wars makes sense, yeah, you know. Sounds yeah. about right. More time spent explaining things. Yeah. You know? Since the audience is babies, you can spend more time telling them. Yeah, exactly. How to understand this? Yeah. Um, what's it called though? So the, are they doing the second season? Oh yeah, another season at the end of this year. Oh good. So uh, fall will be another season. Of Wait, the end of twenty twenty? And twenty twenty will be season two. Like like fall fall. So yeah. okay. Yeah, like it's probably the same time first season came out. It's like okay. a full year. Um, there is also the next season for the Clone Wars TV show comes out in the next mm, couple months. Okay. Which is obviously a continuation because it didn't really actually end okay. in the, the old show. Uh, so another season of that. Um, what else is coming out? Are they going to do more oh, like... Uh, Kenobi TV show oh, on Disney Plus okay. with Ewan McGregor again. That I don't cool. know what year that is, but it's coming out. Yeah. Um, and they're doing another set of tr- another trilogy of movies. No, and I believe twenty twenty two. So they're gonna take like a three year break or something like that. Wait, seriously? Mm-hmm. They were working on it for a while. Well, they 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 scrapped a lot of trilogies. Like there was a Ryan Johnson trilogy. Like right when he started doing uh, Last Jedi, like before he it came out, they were like Ryan Johnson's also doing another trilogy. That's what us. I heard. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna talk my head, but I'm pretty sure it got scrapped because they're like, oh, no, yeah, like Last Jedi guy here. Um. And then they got the the Game of Thrones boys to oh. work on a trilogy. And then after Game of Thrones, the finale came out. Disney was like, never mind. Uh. And they scrapped that trilogy. But there's been other stuff in the works for a long time that hasn't been talked about forever. So wow. there is supposedly another trilogy in like three years. And apparently those are going to be spaced out. Because like these ones are like, it was like every other year or something like that. Right. I think I'll say like every two years for those movies. Okay. Just give it some time. I mean, like, Lucas did all the other movies every three years between each movie. And I think right. that, was, that was some good uh, good, good time quality, there. Yeah. You know? Uh, we don't need a Star Wars movie every year. No, we don't. Yeah, for Which sure. Which is what they were doing. Right. They were doing a Star Wars and then a Solo or uh, whatever Wars. it's called. Yeah. yeah you know? Star Wars. Then, yeah. Just alternating, really. Which was I thought was dumb. Each December, yeah. So horrible. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit of an it, overload. You know, I, think it's, I think it's Disney trying to make it Marvel. Because That's they could do that. They can put out three more movies a year. Exactly. And we'll eat it up. Exactly. Actually, I I, I have a point with Marvel and Star Wars. Can I, can I rant about Marvel and Star Wars? Hit, for a hit me. Please, After do, watching, please don't actually physically, but uh, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. Of course. Thank I'm you. Not abuse. <laughs> um, after watching Rise of Skywalker, I realized one thing, and that is Star Wars can never be Marvel now. Mm. And I think Disney wants Star Wars to be like Marvel okay. in that they can put out three, four Marvel movies a, a year. We eat it up. They make billions of dollars every year. Uh, and we have all of these franchises. Now at Disney Plus, we're getting a bunch of 
Marvel TV shows too, which everyone's gonna watch and make sure. tons of money. Yeah. But do you like the Marvel movies? Let me ask you that question first. Do you like Marvel movies? Yeah, in general. I'll, I mean, I'm gonna watch every single one. Yeah. Except for maybe the Thor movies. But yeah, I'll watch. I'll I'll try to watch them. Like I watched Captain Marvel. I watched obviously Endgame. I've watched like the last I think I literally have seen everything except the Thor movies. I feel like Ragnarok you should see. I did, I, that's the one I did see because yeah. it's on Netflix. Other twos? Yeah. Get out of it. Don't worry okay. about that. Don't worry cool. about that. Cool, cool, cool. They're pretty bad. Ragnarok's great though. Yeah. Um, Hulk, yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. I'm going to contradict what I just said right now. Okay. But it's because I needed a different word. Um, I will never say it. I've never seen a tomorrow movie and said, damn. That's a great movie. Like, I've never come out of a Marvel movie and said, oh, my God, like, yeah. you will not believe how amazing that movie is. Right. I have walked out of a majority of them going, that was cool. That was fun. It was a yeah. good time. Because uh-huh. they're always a good time. Yeah, no, they're even, exhilarating. Even the yeah. bad ones are a good time, right? Mm-hmm. And there are some standouts. Like, I think The Winter Soldier is the is a really good movie. Like, like not mm-hmm. I'll just a good Marvel movie, but it's a good movie, I think, right? Yeah. But it's not perfect. There's much better action movies than, than that. Right. And I don't think it's it's like this amazing movie but it's a good movie right sure um i felt like infinity war like i know everybody goes on about endgame and like because it ended everything blah 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 i think infinity war infinity was better was a much better movie yeah I agree. Better, and i think it's a good movie it's yeah. not an amazing movie but it's a good movie right, right? there are movies and rag Thor ragnarok was another movie i was like this is a good movie this is a fun movie yeah, right? it was good so there are movies that exist in the marvel universe that are i would say are good but sure. i think majority of them are just fine and right. all right and they're they're fine there's a lot that are bad like i think Iron Man 2, 3, first two Thors, uh-huh. Captain America 1, Captain Marvel. There's some, I think those are horrible movies. I think they're really yeah. bad. Right. But the thing is that I've still seen all of them, and even the ones that I don't like. Like, I, I will say I do not like Thor 1 and 2, right? Right. But I didn't walk out like, oh, my God, that was, I mean, that was, that was bad. Right. You know? You, you bought in. And the thing is that, like, I went to go see Infinity War. Like, I wow, they're, they're. They have a lot of heroes they're pulling for one movie. This is pretty cool. This is yeah. ambitious. It's it's awesome that they can pull that off mm-hmm. when you have enough money, right? And I think Infinity War was a good movie, and it was a good time, you oh, know? Yeah. And then we get Endgame, which I was like, the most ambitious crossover ever. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, And it was a fine movie. It wasn't amazing. It was a good time. But what I noticed was this. Uh-huh is the audience difference between this Endgame and Rise of Skywalker. And mm. that is this. Okay. When I went to go see Endgame, I was in a packed theater. I went opening weekend. Okay. Uh, I was in a packed theater. And in Endgame, when, I mean, one, there's just, the audience is being loud the whole movie, right? Which I, sure, of certain course. movies is fun. Right? Yeah. If it's a talking movie, it's a drama, don't, don't make noise. But for an action super movie, let's have some good time. Let's, yeah. let's, let's all hang out, right? We're here. It's a dumb movie anyway. We're having a good time. You know? Sure. Yeah. I'm with Scorsese on this. Marvel movies, superhero movies are not, they're a theme park movie, okay? Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that statement. No, yeah. Because Scorsese can say that and make Irishman and go, this is a work of art. Right. Your movie is a fun ride. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that because it's accurate. I like fun rides. Fun rides are great. I go to Disneyland. I'm going to Disneyland on Monday. And hey, I can't wait. I have love fun. Disneyland. I'm going to go get a new Star Wars ride because Star Wars. Yeah, please. Have but fun. I'm not going to get off the Star Wars ride and be like, damn, that is uh, comparable to a Picasso painting and the art, you know, the work of art area. Yeah, yeah. right, right. No, 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 it's a fun time. Right? Yeah, that's cool. So anyway, so I'm sitting in this theater, right? And there comes a scene when um, Captain America's fighting 
Thanos and he gets beat down and uh, you know, he stands up like this ultimate character, never going to back down, always going to be up for the fight no matter what, right? He's such yeah. a good person, even though he's like the most boring character ever written. Yeah. But what a good guy, right? Yeah. He stands it's up. Captain Vanilla. Ca- he's Captain Vanilla. And Thanos looks at him like, you're going to die, dog. And all of a sudden you hear a cap on your left and we got Falcon and everybody coming out of the little Doctor Strange portals, right? Uh-huh. And the theater lost it. Yeah. They were like, this is amazing. And there's like, there's YouTube videos. People, people have just audience yes, reactions. I've seen those, yeah. And that's what my theater was like, right? Mm-hmm. People losing their minds over these heroes coming back. We all knew they were coming back. Like, right. this is not a surprise. But still, yeah. even though we knew that, <laughs> finally seeing it, you're like, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. This is a good time. And you know what? Because of the infectiousness of a crowd of people losing their mind, I was like, this is awesome, dude. Like, this looks... How cool is it that Black Panther mm-hmm. is on screen with Spider-Man? Yeah. You know, it's so there's the Hulk. There is the entire Iron Man everything, right? Like, here is yeah. every freaking superhero person that exists right now on all, the screen. Like, that's super cool. Screen. Like, yeah. it's awesome. And then, you know, he, he says, Avengers Assemble, which everybody's been waiting for since the first right. Avengers and movie. And then the bum, 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 yeah. Great theme bum, song. Bum, bum. Yes. You know about the fact, like, all the Marvel movies have horrible music because they're not memorable. It's like it's like as if they take placeholder music but never yes. replaced it. Yeah. But they have that awesome Avengers theme right. song. Right. It's great Avengers theme. So good. Yeah. But yeah, we get the set, we get the we get Avengers Assemble, we get the music, they uh-huh. they guard. Dude, my theater is literally Shipping passing out, out over Black how Black Church. Like, yeah. yes, like he said Avengers Assemble. I can't I'm, and even I was saying sitting there like they finally got him to say it. That's awesome. Because he's probably <laughs> going to die in this movie. So they need him to say it now. We don't have another chance. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is freaking awesome. Yeah. And I remember when, when the scene when they're all like assembling and they're all getting there, mm-hmm. I remember looking at the screen going, wow. Because, you know, I'm a comic book kid. I used to read a lot of comic books. I was sure. 100% honestly, I was more of a DC guy. I love oh, Batman family. Love Batman. Yeah. But I was sitting there like, like as a, as a comic book person growing up being like, wow, I never expected to watch, sit in a movie theater. Yeah. And see all of these superheroes on the screen. Like, that felt really cool to live, like, in this time, right? That's cool. And, yeah, everybody's losing their things. Captain America picks up Thor's hammer, a spinner. Everybody's just losing their minds over every little tiny thing in this movie. We get the cool shot of all the girl superheroes right, coming together. Ass, yeah. And I'm going, you know what? And they're not even, like, placeholder girls. Outside of Black Widow, they're not really even placeholder, right, like, yeah. placeholder <laughs> like, like uh, girl superheroes. Like, they are, they're badass yeah. in their own way. I'm like, man, Marvel's doing this right. And I left that theater saying, that's an okay movie. Uh-huh. But man, was it a good time. I yes. enjoyed seeing it. I enjoyed the, the theater aspect. And when I've watched it again now that I'm not in a theater, I'm just at home, it's still a fun time. Uh-huh. But now we go to Rise of Skywalker. Ooh. And we're sitting in the movie theater. And we have nine movies that have come together, right, for this one. Sure. This is what? 40 years of movie making, maybe 30 something years of movies. I don't know how came out in the seventies. So yeah, 40. Yeah. yeah. End of the, end of the seventies. So we'll yeah. do it that, but whatever for 30, 40 years. I mean, of, it's, of it's 2020. So yeah, yeah that's it, true. Yeah. yeah. 40 years, 40 years of movies. Um, way longer than the Marvel movies. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was in a dead quiet theater on opening weekend. Right. Because nothing elicited a response. Was, no nothing elicited a response from me other than. Uh, yeah. And just really, I remember Come during on. the Force Awakens when the the and the opening scroll, yeah, yeah. everyone was flipping out. Yeah, yeah. But Last Jedi, eh, 
not so much. See, and then now, nothing. Yeah. And I remember when I went to see the last, The yeah. Force Awakens, I went, dude, opening night. Right. Same. First showing of the day. I couldn't wait. I remember my theater that I went to was so packed. I don't know from here. Uh-huh. Theater was so po- packed that I got there like an like almost two hours before my showing, right? Knowing there was going to be a line still, even though I have right. tickets. I'm getting in no matter what. <laughs> two hours early. It's fun being in line. It's yes. fun waiting and just talking to people. Especially because like, this is a Star Wars yeah, movie. Yeah, there's camaraderie. Yeah, and uh, two hours early, my roommate Daniel, uh-huh. friends together. Um, uh, the parking lot was so bad that you had to park so far away. It was in other lots. It was across the street, mm. down lots. It was a, a restaurant that was closed. They were borrowing their parking lot. Jeez. It was a 15-minute walk to the theater from where they and they were telling us to park there. Yeah. There was employees like going, go this way to park right. to go see one movie. And yeah, like when the opening crawl happened, I was like, oh, it's freaking Star Wars. It's on. I can't wait. Honestly, by the end of the movie, I was like, okay, that was a movie. Yeah. Right, <laughs> that right. was a movie. I think I think I liked it. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, all I know is that I'm like, um, Daisy Ridley's really cute, but I don't really like anybody else's movie. Yeah. Kylo kind of weird. I don't I don't get this. Yeah. Why does he look like that? Um yeah. what's going on? <laughs> His lightsaber was kind of cool that made weird noises. I really like that actually. Um yeah. and I was conflicted as can be. Sure. And like you said, Last Jedi. Last Jedi, I had one moment of actual response, which was the light speed scene. Yeah. It was one, beautiful. I had a response of that should have happened way earlier. Mm-hmm. She knew she was going to die from the beginning. She yeah. just killed herself in the beginning. Totally. She let a lot of people die um, so that she can look cool doing it later. Sure. But when got, it, you got to do that, it for the gram. When, <laughs> when you had that scene of it going through all those ships and it was like that, that bright almost picture mm. and no sound. Right. When that happened, I was sitting there and went, like that was the initial response was just wow. Yeah. Like that is beautiful. Yeah. That looks amazing. That's so cool. And then I was reminded that this movie's really shitty. And I went, never mind. Nah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the beautifulness of the scene wore off real fast, right? Yeah. Rise of Skywalker got nothing but size out of me and just like I at one point I went, What is this movie? <laughs> <laughs> um And it's funny is that when I think about Star Wars movies, right? We have three Movies that I think, in my personal opinion, are amazing movies. The original trilogy are amazing, all of them. Prequels, okay, look at Phantom Menace is okay. Yeah, Tyler Clones is pretty bad. Oh yeah, Revenge of the Sith. I think that's a that's a good movie. That's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. And now we have five movies that are just, eh, <laughs> okay, right. But then I compare this to Marvel. Where I have felt the same, eh, okay, for a lot of their movies. Yeah. But because they've planned it so well, they've thought everything through so well, mm-hmm. that even with their okay movies, there was still a point to seeing the okay movie. There was right. still a point to it's all of building. it happening. Yeah. Because we're building to this moment of Thanos snapping his fingers. Right. But with the Star Wars movies, what were we building towards? Because every movie told a different story. Exactly. Every movie had a different point. And every movie didn't didn't coincide with each other. Exactly. And I think it's because we had three directors that right. were. I mean, Ryan Johnson said it one time that he was writing Last Jedi before Force Awakens was even finished. Yeah. How do you they do didn't that? know what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, Colin Chevro, the original writer for Rise Skywalker, before um, uh. JJ was brought back. I forgot what the original title was. He was. Re- he actually I think released yesterday before the recording of this. Oh. Um, that the original story was that Ray was a nobody. That mm. was the original thing, that he was nobody. And it was the Knights of Ren that killed her parents. Oh. 
uh, was the original storyline. That would have been cool. And um, that Kylo Ren is the, the big bad. The big bad. The Emperor doesn't come back. It was that it was. It's been Kylo's fault from the beginning. Kylo was the reason for Ray's and anger. And that would have been good. That's a better movie. Yeah. That's a better movie. It falls in line with kind of what Ryan Johnson was doing. Right. It falls in line with JJ was doing. You yeah. know, we had we thought Snoke was the big bad, but it's really Kylo, mm-hmm. right? We're building that in JJ. Ryan comes in and says, you know what? Maybe Kylo's the big bad, and and yeah. and we have some weird relationship going on between Ray and Kylo, and they're connected in this way. Mm-hmm. And then we have this ending of like, you still are nobody, but you're important. And it's actually Kylo's fault that you're like this. Right. <laughs> it's Kylo's fault that you have no childhood. Yeah, interesting. And I think that's a better villain ending. Oh, completely. Yeah. As opposed to just importing a villain from a couple movies ago and just yeah. being like, yeah, he's been here the whole time. And I think behind it's, the scenes. It's because nothing was planned. Yeah. Nothing was planned. Nobody sat down and said, what is the roadmap for our three movies? Right. And because of that, we have inconsistencies and problems and things like the cool idea of the Knights of Ren, mm-hmm. but no follow up on the cool idea of Knights of Ren. Or, or even explanation. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's amazing how well Marvel has pulled off the think it through, mm-hmm. get to the point. We're getting here. Yeah. What are we doing next? And now we have a whole new set of movies coming out now that we don't even know what they're they're building towards. But they're, you know they're building towards something. They have course. to follow it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But we had three Star Wars movies that t- didn't even tell the same story. Yeah. Yeah, it's immensely disappointing. Yeah. yeah. And when you think about that, when we finally get another Star Wars movie, do you think anybody's going to be excited for it? Do you think anybody's going to be crazy like they were for when Force Awakens opened? So the kids of today... Will be yes, that's actually true. But but my us, niece and nephew will be for sure. Yeah, yes. we our 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 people won't be, at least not as much. Yeah, I'll still see it. Just yeah, of course, for the Star Wars. It, I yeah. love it. I'm gonna go watch it. Like even with Rise of Skywalker, I've been sitting here shitting on it for the last hour, right? Yeah, I'm I still gonna, paid money to go see. it. I'm gonna go buy it. Yeah, when whatever. it comes out, sure. I'm gonna watch it probably five million more times because I watch all Star Wars movies. Yeah. I think Last Jedi is. Like, I don't like Last Jedi. I've outside seen of, last, yeah. outside of the half. The half of the movie that I like. Right. I think I've seen it three, four times now. Same. Yeah. yeah. I watch Star Wars movies all the time. Yeah. I love them. But I'm not excited for anymore. I'm yeah. excited for Mandalorian. I'm excited for the new Clone Wars season. Right. You know, I'm excited for Kenobi. That's been cool. Man. I'm excited for Star Wars TV shows is what I'm saying. Okay. Interesting. So the future is bleak for the movies. Future is just beginning. For TV. I think so, man. Okay. Like, I feel like watch Mandalorian and come back because I really feel like Star Wars works so well mm-hmm. episodically. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense there. Yeah, I I I could see that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movies are called episodes anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a very good point. I mean, I feel like I look at it like the three Star Wars movies is about nine hours of content, right? Yeah. yeah on the long end, they're nine hours of content, right? right. Mandalorian, I think, was eight episodes, eight hours of content. Cool. Right. Yeah. That's a story. About the same thing. They thought that through. How hard is it to come up with eight, nine hours of content when every TV show does it? Right. How? Yeah. How, how? How is that so hard? TV is the new medium, really. It really is. Like it should have been called talking TV. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to do a competing podcast for do sure. You, do you find yourself watching more TV shows and movies now? Completely. Yeah? Completely. I think TV has, at like probably since the early 2000s, been on a track where it's slowly superseding movies. Do you sit in that boat of like the shield and Sopranos changed everything? Completely. I haven't seen the shield, but Sopranos is not only one of my favorite shows of all time, but maybe one of the most like important things in my life. I mm-hmm. love the Sopranos. Beautiful show. And it has changed so much for 
all aspects of yeah. pop culture. Well, wasn't The Wire before Sopranos? I think The Wire is part of that like changing of. Um, Wire was huge too. All the HBO yeah. top three are uh, Sopranos, Wire, and Deadwood. All three of those you know, shows were ma- amazingly important. You know, I've never seen Deadwood or Sopranos. I've always wanted to. I keep Thomas from going to it. I just never have. I've seen both the are wire. good. Love the wire. Yeah, both are very. I saw Oz. Oz was really big about Oz is changing cool. um, TV stereotypes. Yeah. Oz is cool. HBO is just insanely good. I'm trying to think what's on HBO right now though, because I feel like I don't watch a lot of HBO anymore. Mm. It was Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones it. was the last big one. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm is on. They show. they had like some mini series recently that was supposed to be good. I feel like they have a couple weird shows. I'm like, I don't give a crap. Like, I don't care about ballers. Ballers doesn't look good to me. Yeah, no. I mean, some some of the stuff is a little hit and miss. Yeah. But but for the big ones, yeah, yeah, they've they've done a lot. Oh yeah, they had Westworld. Westworld was a big one for them. Westworld's too. big. Westworld. Did yeah. you watch that one? I saw a couple episodes. Yeah, same. I saw like three episodes. I went okay. Yeah, and I forgot about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, so I think I'm in your boat of I watch way more TV. I mean, every time that you've come it's over easier. to record this podcast, there is a TV show on my um, in my bedroom when, yeah. I'm, when I'm working. So totally, you've come in a TV and never a movie, right? Exactly. Just TV, even though in the long run it is so much more of a commitment than a yes. short one hour and a half movie. You you only have to do it in small bites, yeah, half hour, one hour at a time. So it just feels easier on you as the viewer. But really, you are dedicating a shit ton more time in the long run. Yeah. And, but if they do it well, the, you're happy to give them that time. So, what I find amazing, it's funny, is that like because TV is so much bigger now, mm-hmm. I think about it a lot. Like, I've seen so many TV shows that are hour long episodes, or there's no commercial, so 45 yeah. minutes, right? Yeah. 45 minute long episodes that we have 10 to 12 a season, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang, this movie I saw was like two and a half. That's like three episodes of a, of a show, right? Mm hmm. How do they tell the story in two and a half hours, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm so used to you need, you know, ten hours to tell a story, right? But movies are two and a half usually max, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I find it, it's like there are two different kind of writers, and they're both equally amazing. It's the the writers that can make a two and a half hour long story impact the same way that the writers that make a ten hour long. Mm. you know, TV show can impact you, you know? Right. Like two different schools of writing, but they're both equally important and equally interesting. Yeah. You know? Completely. But yeah, I, don't know. I, th- I think I'm, I'm more in TV boat now too. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, hundred percent. Honestly, I got way more stuff for Mandalorian than I was for Raya Skywalker. Yeah. I was so excited for Mandalorian and it lived up to it and I, and I loved it and it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Baby Yoda is beyond cute. <laughs> <laughs> like it's kind of weird how cute that thing is. Yeah. They did a good job. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. What is a. Hmm. Did you have hope going into Rise Skywalker? Did you have like some like weird, like this is going to be, I think this could be good. No, no? I, cause I read the reviews ahead ah. of time and I, and th- like the reviews for basically every Star Wars and every Marvel movie have been amazing. Even the bad ones, yeah. Even the bad ones. Last Jedi got amazing critic reviews. Exactly. What movie did they watch? I know. So when I saw that the critics didn't like Rise of Skywalker, I was like, yeah, there is a possibility that they, you know, sometimes critics trash on something that audiences love. So I was like, it could be that the critics got this wrong, but like, I don't know. This whole thing about Palpatine coming back out of nowhere, 
The Rise of Skywalker just sounded like a weird title to me. It's a horrible title. Yeah, so I was just like, I, from the get-go, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I knew this movie was bad when the title was as bad as it is and the posters were as bad as they are. These yeah. are some of the worst posters I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Like, who good. designed these things? I don't know. Uh, what was it going to remind me? Oh, oh speaking of Rise of Skywalker, right? Uh-huh. I love the ending of this movie. Uh, this is another inconsistency and a problem with, do uh, you think it's too long? No. It's whatever. Yeah. Another inconsistency and a problem I say this movie uh-huh. is the importance on things that are not important. Uh, Randomly towards the end of the movie, we have the Luke scene where he's like, Leia built a lightsaber. Yes. <laughs> it's like, okay, so like now Leia has a lightsaber. It's really, it's supposed to have some sort of emotional importance because Carrie Fisher's dead. Is that the right. whole point? When in reality, it's like, what happened to your green one, dude? Your green uh-huh. one looked really bad. Like his green lightsaber is my favorite lightsaber design. It's pretty cool. Anytime. I have that lightsaber. It's underneath my desk right now. It's like sitting right next to you. I have that lightsaber on display because hey. I love that look of the lightsaber, right? And I'll steal it later. Oh, did I say that one? That's all good. Um, and it just disappears mm-hmm. from the entire series from this point. We're like, Leia built lightsaber though. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Let's give it to dead Carrie Fisher and all the Carrie Fisher fans that, yeah. you know, she built her own lightsaber and Ray takes it. Yeah. It's kind of a cool design though. Look at little rose gold. Yeah, the hill was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she takes off with this, right? At the end of the movie, after everything has happened, she goes back to... Tatooine? Yeah, back to another desert planet mm-hmm. because there's 80 desert planets I know. in every Star Wars movie. <laughs> I know. She goes another thing of of, of, of just sand. Uh-huh. She goes back to Luke's homestead, right? Yeah. Where the whole series started. And as an audience member, you're supposed to be like, oh, wow, this is where it started. Full circle. So where, this is where the first scenes were. Mm-hmm. This is at the end of Revenge of the Sith. They hand Luke off to his aunt and uncle here, like, oh, my God. Yeah. And we're standing, we watch Ray slide down the sand into his little, like, underground hut thing. I don't know why it was like that, but it was. Mm-hmm. And she goes up and... She uses the force to dig a hole because, God forbid, she gets her hands dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and she puts those two lightsabers in like some leather, wraps them, and she puts them in the, the hole. Mm-hmm. And it fills up because of the force again. Just to signify, like, someone will find these when they need them. Yeah. But it's back where this whole thing started. How the fuck does she know where Luke grew up? <laughs> I know, exactly. Who told her that shit? That is also, funny. It's supposed to be a super emotional scene for her, right? Yeah. She's going to where her master grew up. And then some hag walks by. Who are you? Yeah. But <laughs> we're getting to the hag, okay? We're getting to the hag. Because this thing there's no emotional response for, for Ray here. There's <laughs> yeah. no point. There's no, how does she know? He was like, Oh, he grew up on Tatooine and uh, this is I mean, okay, so C three PO would know because C three PO was there with him just chilling. Right? Sure. Right. So maybe he would know. And he has his memories back now, so he could tell her. I guess, yeah. But also, okay, <laughs> so that's that's where Luke was. Why is Leia's lightsaber? Leia was never on Tatooine. She no. wasn't there. She wasn't chilling. She was Alderaan. I mean, but Alderaan was blown up. Blown, so like, yeah. okay, well, we got to put on a little rock, you know? Yeah, sure. No, 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 no. We got to put in the sand where it all started. Uh-huh. For the audience. Just once a, a, a moment for the fans. <laughs> a reward for sitting through all these movies. Here is the beginning again, right? Uh-huh. On a story standpoint, she should have taken it to the ruins of the Jedi Temple that Kylo burnt down, that Luke restarted the whole Jedi Order under. Mm-hmm. She should have left it in the ruins there. That oh. makes much more sense in a story world aspect. Okay. But instead, let's give it to the fans. Right. So then let them feel something. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there going, JJ, you're writing fan fiction again, dog. Yeah. You're trying to make me feel good when this is stupid. Yeah, he belongs on Tumblr, not here. Yes, and then we get the hack. Yeah. She's like, who are you? Who are you? And she's like, Ray. 
and just an Very hour and a half pause. earlier, yeah. but an hour and a half earlier than the thing, she was like, I'm just Ray, that little child thing. Oh, right, yeah. I'm just Ray. And that was good enough for her back then. But sure. now she knows she has a last name. She now she knows she's Ray Palpatine, right? Yeah. So she's like, I'm Ray. She turns to her right. She looks like <laughs> Ghost Luke and Ghost Leia, right? <laughs> the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. And she just goes, you know what? I'm adopted now. And they're like, wait, we didn't agree. This what the yeah. did you adopt her? Like, no. <laughs> she turns like, I'm Luke, I'm Ray Skywalker. And credits, right? Yeah. I'm sitting there like her dead dad's like, what the fuck? I died for you. Yeah. <laughs> that sacrifice. I shit. freaking left you on this uh, s- this sand planet because I heard some other kid was left on the sand planet. It worked out really well for him. So I took you to one. And I'm sitting up here being stabbed to death by this weird ass alien dude <laughs> because I'm like, yo, my daughter Ray is going to be important one day. Mm-hmm. And my name is whatever Palpatine. And you got to carry on my name, dog, my legacy. Damn. You know, you took a bad name and you made it good, right? You took it back, like, you know, yeah, other things. Exactly. And then <laughs> she was like, nah, Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty shitty. Uh, what a horrible person. Yeah. But it was for us. Yeah. It was for us. It was for the don't fans. Don't you feel good? No, I don't. He, I JJ stupid. did this for you. You're a fan. Stupid. Man. Yeah. I'll watch Avengers Endgame again when he's like, Avengers Assemble. Yeah, that was fun. That was a good time. Watch <laughs> all the girls, girl uh, superheroes kick butt. Yeah. Um, Watch the part where Black Widow jumps off the cliff and now we got a solo movie for her. Yeah, that's going to be... <sighs> it's going to be shitty. It looks bad. Uh, yeah. I like David Harper, though. He's cool. It looks cool. I like him as an actor. Yeah, that's why I like him. Uh, that's why I watched Hellboy. It was for David Harbour. I wanted right. to support David Harbour. Yes. Five minutes in, I was like, dude, you made a big mistake. No <laughs> Keep the Hellboy to yourself. The Ron Perlman and Guillermo. Yeah. Those are cool movies. I enjoyed Guillermo's Hellboys. Yeah. All right. We need to wrap Star Wars. this up. I'm sorry. I told you this would be a long one because I, I freaking. Yeah, you're yeah, 39. You're, you're an early boy. I am. Um, any last thoughts on Star Wars? Any last? Let's see here. Last thoughts. What's our What's our thesis for? I talked a lot. Rise of Skywalker. Some, okay, no, trying no, to no. give you some talking points. Some, some airtime. Uh, yeah, because like I, I took all of it. No, no, that's fine. I mean, I don't. Again, Star Wars is cool, but like in general, I I don't really have anything to say about Rise of Skywalker. I guess you know, for the sake of podcast tradition that was started a week ago. Um, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker is uh bad. That's <laughs> that's my thesis. I'm not gonna go into more detail than that because I feel like um, it doesn't even justify. It. Like it doesn't even like deserve my words. Yep. Rise of Skywalker is hundred million dollar fan fiction that shouldn't have been made. Expensive fan fiction. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well said. There was something we did in the first episode I forgot about until I re-listened to it. And yeah. that was we recommended a movie to watch oh, instead. Oh, plugs. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we forgot about it for two other episodes. But yeah, I remember yeah. It, so. Let's bring back the plugs. What is... Don't watch Rise of Skywalker. Instead, watch... Rosemary's Baby. Wow, that's a jump. <laughs> yeah. Huge jump. By, I just saw it on Netflix for the first time uh, like a week ago. And... Holy cow! What great a movie, right? Amazing what movie. What a flick! Amazing movie. I mean, it works. I mean, we had we had Demon Kid, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Same thing, right? The yeah, movie, there's a it's stretch. Same. That's yeah. a great movie. Rosemary's Baby. First time watching it. Huh? Yeah, it's so good. So good. Amazing. Yeah. What about you? <sighs> Go watch the Clone Wars TV show. Mm. A, little, a, way, a, little, <laughs> a little more on point. 
I'm not, I'm, you know what? I'll, look, actually, hang on. What's something that I just watched that... Uh, you know what? Another movie you should watch. I should have tied it in the Star Wars. That was my bad. Huh? I should have tied it in the Star Wars. No, it's fine. I liked, I liked Rosalie. Right. I said Clone Wars TV shows. I'm like, what's better than... What was better than these movies? The Clone Wars TV show? That's... Yeah. Um, watch Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, that was it good. It brings great enjoyment. Uh, like Star Wars tries to give you, tries to make yes. you feel good, right? Star Wars right. makes you feel good. Peanut Butter Falcon actually makes you feel it good. It really does. In a good way, in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a way where the writers actually thought about it. Yes, completely. Unlike every writer in the Star Wars movies. Yeah. So go watch Peanut Butter Falcon. Have a good time. Hang out with Shia. Mm-hmm. Hang out with Dakota Johnson, looking yeah. cute as can be, being a great actress. It's true. And I forgot the, the other guy's name, the Down Syndrome guy, but he's good too. Peter? Something like that. I forgot his name. He's not. You know, he's, it's like his only movie, so I'm allowed yeah. to forget his name. Yeah. But he's a really good actor. He is. He's great in the a movie. Really good actor. Yeah. Like I want to. After watching, I was like, he needs to be in a lot of more. Lot, a lot of more. He needs to be in a lot more things. Like <laughs> he is. He's a really good actor. He's whatever funny, that yeah. kid's name. You know what? Plug him right. I'm gonna look up Peanut Butter Falcon because I feel bad that I forgot his name. It was a fun movie. I really enjoyed it. Like just that Florida. Uh, was that in Florida? By the way, yeah. I can't remember where it was. It was like that swampland is actually. It comes North Carolina, it, dog. North Carolina, shit. I knew it was the South. I knew it was swampland. It is gorgeous, though. I thought they make it down in Florida. At least in the movie, they're they say they're going to Florida. Going to Florida. They're going to Florida. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. That was the point. But I, I knew, I knew Florida was somewhere in there. But it yeah. is Zach Gottsigan. Gottsigan. Okay, cool. That is the actor's name. He plays so, Zach uh, in the movie, but nice. he is Zach Gottsigan. He's he's amazing. Good, good, good actor. Yeah. Really yeah. good actor. Well done. So watch Peanut Butter Falcon. Have a good time. Have an enjoyable time with the movie. Yes. Unlike Star Wars. Yeah. Take it so. easy. This has been uh, Jesse. And then you're supposed to and say my name. And some dude named Danny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't rehearse this. No. That's okay. We didn't. How do you to. rehearse a podcast? Uh, I'm sure some anal son of a gun is probably doing that right now. 100%. Yeah. They practice every episode. Yeah. They actually thought their things through on like us. Yeah, and that's okay. That's why we're 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 raw dogging this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right, that should be the last word. Bye.